0: Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. You know what it's like when you live your life and everything's going really hunky-dory and everything's well? Uh, you, you tend to not think about God too much because life's pretty cushy. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then when it all goes to custard, we mm-hmm. suddenly get very earnest in prayer and we suddenly yep. realize how much we need him. Right. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Prayer is one of those essential disciplines that is supposed to be part of the life of a Christian But some find it easy, some find it a real struggle Paul said we should pray without ceasing, which is a bit of a tall order But how did Jesus pray and was he influenced by the Jewish culture he was born and raised in? Uh yes and yes. <laughs> yeah, he 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 very much was influenced by the Jewish culture. I mean, he was Jewish and he was a rabbi. Um and there are many things that he said and did that were actually if you look into Jewish culture, you look into Jewish history and read some of the the parables and the teachings of the rabbis of his day and those before him and he was very similar to them. Um and so there was this this cultural norm uh, that he was very much a part of, um, and you, you, you're also right when you when you quote Paul when he said um, pray without ceasing, and that is that really is a very tall order. And I think possibly is because of the way we think about prayer. Mm. Um, we often think I need to go in, go to prayer in this. I need to pray, mm. and therefore I need to sit quietly, close my eyes, or get yeah. on my knees, put my hands together, and and that's how you pray. And it is. So I'm not saying it's not. It is. But it's not only. Mm. And, um, you know, one of the things, um, when you look through the course of, of Jewish history is that they, they did well and then they failed. And they did well and then they failed and they did well. And then they failed. That sounds like my prayer life. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's exactly my prayer life. But over the course of time, you know, we we tend to look at the Jewish people and go, you know, they're so caught up in their traditions, traditions that Jesus condemned them for, Mm. and therefore, you know, there's nothing about them that we can learn from. Uh, Actually, not all traditions are bad. It was only the man-made traditions that usurped the word of God that Mm. Jesus condemned. Um, they actually have a lot of really lovely, wonderful traditions. And I might add, the Christian church is absolutely chock full of <laughs> their right. own traditions. So yeah. it's, you know, we're actually no different to the Jewish people. We develop these traditions and habits and patterns. And the reason we do is it helps us become, uh, disciplined or focused on, on how we worship God and live our lives or live out our faith. So traditions are not bad. The only time a tradition is bad, is if it usurps or undermines the mm, word of God. Yeah. And then needs to be chucked out. Yeah. So, yes, they did develop um, a lot of traditions and some of them really, really good. And how did, and again, the, the disciples, because when, when Jesus came, he was kind of showing up all of the the wrong man-made traditions of the the religious leaders at the time so you can understand why the disciples came and said can you teach us how to pray because it's not adding up here and uh, he said in Matthew 6, 9 Jesus said now pray in this way and then he started off with our father who art in heaven hallowed be your name and it goes on from there. So he he wasn't there's nothing wrong with reciting the Lord's prayer that we which is what we call that prayer but he was saying pray in this way or pray mm. like this. Yeah. So it was it was kind of like a uh, a template mm. if so to speak. And um when he said hallowed be your name referring to the father I struggle with prayer. It's something that I find a chance. some people just Uh, just it comes very easy to them. It doesn't to me. But I always kind of get stuck on this uh, because I want, my my prayers to be focused on the right thing because we when we pray we tend to be always praying about ourselves mm, yeah. what i want yep. what i need um god do this god do that god fix that over there you know and i'm 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 learning slowly that um i really shouldn't be telling god what to do because mm. he actually knows what to do but i want to focus on hallowing him so, one of the things that is really interesting about Jewish prayer traditions is that they become very focused on the Lord. Because if you, you know what it's like when you live your life and everything's going really hunky dory and everything's well? Uh, you, you tend to not think about God too much because life is pretty cushy. Mm, yeah. But then when it all goes to custard, then we suddenly, we suddenly mm. be very earnest in prayer and we suddenly realize how much we that's need right. him. Suddenly we, we can find time to pray when everything's hitting the fan. Exactly. <laughs> well, this is, that's the pattern of the Hebrew people. They did well. They got, God blessed them, prospered them. Then they didn't need Him anymore. They went off on their own, became blasé, mm. fell into sin. Then they got judged. Then they suddenly got earnest in prayer, mm. repented. He blessed them, pulled them out of it. And so the, so on and so on and so mm. on. So one of the things that uh, the Jewish people wanted to do was to fix it in their daily lives to always have God in the forefront. And they had lots and lots of um, very interesting little ways of praying. Um, for example, I wanted to just read from Deuteronomy 8, 10 to 11. It says, um, uh, when you've eaten and are satisfied, you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land that he's given you, beware that you don't forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments and his ordinances and his statutes, which um, He's uh, I'm commanding you today. So I thought that was interesting that when you've eaten, then thank him for it. Mm. We, we kind of do it the other way. We thank him first, mm-hmm. and then we... Um, we eat I mean of course They also did pray Before they ate And Jesus mm. prayed Before they ate And broke bread That sort of thing But they always prayed Afterwards to thank him um, But it says there Then you shall bless The Lord your God Now when we pray We bless the food mm. <laughs> we, bless, we bless the stuff But well, we're supposed To bless him mm. The Giver of the stuff, the provider of the food We kind of got our focus on The stuff instead of him And so within the Jewish traditions Of prayer, they switched It up deliberately And they've done this for centuries where God Is the central focus so they're Constantly focusing On him And so because Paul was a Pharisee Of Pharisees uh, He would have lived this way, Jesus Did as well He, He blessed God you know, always for the provision. Mm. He didn't necessarily bless the stuff, but he blessed God. And, and then when Paul said, be joyful always, pray continually, giving thanks in all circumstances, that's in uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. Because you understand that this man was Jewish and was raised in this culture of continually having God in the forefront of his mind, that we bless him. We bless him. We bless him. That's how you hallow his name. Mm. You can understand why Jesus is saying, hallow his name. Don't be focused on the stuff. Be focused on him who is the provider mm. and the one who provides the, all the provision that we need. It keeps us alive and sustains us. Paul would have had that in his mind. Now you think about Paul's lifestyle. Uh, when he wasn't preaching the gospel, he was making tents. So he was practicing his own uh, trade in order to provide and fund Mm. himself and his ministry. And then when he put the the tools down, he's back out there preaching the gospel. And here he is saying, pray continuously without ceasing. How do you do that? Well, Paul must have been a man who did that. He lived Mm. that way. So how do you do that? You do that in every tiny little nuance of your life. Now, in the next program, we're going to have a look at some examples of what the Jews have done throughout the centuries even to today in how they bless the lord and hallow his name in the day-to-day life so that they are praying without ceasing mm. and um it's it's not as complicated as as it sounds and it's or time consuming but it is because it takes up your whole life mm. so we're going to you know you know sort of chew that over in the next program it's kind of interesting we're looking forward to doing that as we continue our look at the richness of Jewish prayer. We'll explore that some more, digging into the passion of Jewish prayer next time on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations.